0: One of us is eating a turkey salad sandwich. Snack. 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 Turkey salad snack. That's what you want to. It's not a sandwich. We're back and one of us is eating a turkey salad snack. Oh, there you go. Yeah. For the sake of rhyming, we'll call it a snack, not a sandwich. What kind of? What's the bread called again?
1: It's a uh, Winnipeg-style rye bread, which is just white bread that's <sighs> rye bread.
0: I love bubbly. Okay, sour rye. So is that like a hybrid between sourdough and rye bread? No, 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 no. Can no, you no. say sour rye? It's Winnipeg style rye. Oh, Winnipeg style. That's sour. Which is just it's just white bread.
1: That's rye bread. White bread in the shape of rye bread.
0: Is so it like instead of like a marble rye, it's just a white rye. Bingo.
2: Now we got it. Bingo, bingo.
0: Yeah, I remember that. You know what the it's terrible for you. Two nights ago we had uh homemade chicken nuggets for dinner and we had uh we used Zoe's honey dill sauce and it had me thinking about um uh, like the when I went to Stella's in Winnipeg, they asked like what kind of bread I wanted with something and didn't you tell me there was a certain type of bread I had to have? Uh their
1: sourdough is the best, their... but I think we got a different i think we got marble rye because at the time
0: i was on a big marble rye kick because i'm a big rye guy i'm i'm i've i flip flop back and forth between sourdough and rye and i feel like we talked about this previously but i'm a big marble rye marble rye especially marble rye (laughs) marble rye guy
1: because in ontario when you order rye bread it's always marble rye
0: i've only been in one place where they just give you standard white but it's like Crazy rye, it's like the light rye that you can buy at like the grocery store. And it was at uh, this this diner in my uh, where I went to university. It's called Lester D's. It's like a pretty sick restaurant. Did it ever um, take you there? Yes, I think maybe. I don't think so. I did. I did. Okay, well, it's it's the place that's like a cool like old school diner, and it's themed around like all these different movies. Because I guess the owner of it, her husband, has worked on a ton of different movies when they film in Toronto, like doing props and stuff. And, okay, this is one little thing I got to talk about. So, they have a burger. One time, I was feeling kind of hungover, so I wanted to get a burger from this place. And they have their normal burger, which is an 8-ounce patty. But then they have the King Kong burger, which is a 20-ounce patty. That's nuts. And I said to myself, you know what? I think I'm going to get the 20-ounce patty this time just because I'm so hungry. So, I'm expecting to get a, a burger... With like a really thick, tall like beef patty on it, but what I ended up getting was like an individual sized pizza size patty what? on a normal bun, so it's just so much overhang they made it was like they made they made twenty ounces in a huge circle like it was like it was enormous it was like a ten it was like an eight or ten inch pizza size patty that they just put on a normal size bun i was like at this point don't even give me the bun if you're gonna give me the improper size of bun for the size of patty that i have very silly yes yeah but you know what i still ate it and it was great and I, i it they're better for breakfast i feel like diners are always better for breakfast because at least then It's hard to mess up diner food as much as it is to mess up, like, dinner foods, like burgers and sandwiches and pastas and stuff like that. But when it comes to breakfast food... For sure. I mean, sure, you can miscook an egg, but it's still an egg. Yeah, it'll just be a sadder, more
1: hardened egg.
0: How do you like your eggs? Over easy. Nice, nice. I don't like mine all that runny, so I go over hard usually. Why are you shaking your head? Maybe over medium. I could never do over
1: Ah, it's just the, the texture of the yolk when it's like cooked, I can't do Isn't it. Isn't
2: it just the same as like an egg salad?
1: Yeah, I don't like egg salad.
2: Or like a deviled egg?
1: It's like the one food I don't like is like hard hard boiled egg. Don't like hard boiled egg, don't like deviled egg. No.
0: You don't like deviled egg at all, really? No,
1: not a fan. Iglesias and potato salad, that's the only way.
0: Wow. It's a texture thing. I love deviled eggs. I, I, you know what? I was the same for a while, though. I really couldn't do, like, that sort of style of egg. But then now, yeah, I would say I I, I bounce back and forth between over medium and over hard because sometimes I just get over easy or sunny side out, and just the yolk is just too annoying much. to me. I hit, I hit a point. This is going to sound gross because I get so frustrated when the yolk. Okay, this might be disgusting. I get so frustrated when I break the yolk and it gets all over my plate that what I'll do is I'll eat all the egg white all around it, and then when it gets to the yolk, I'll just shove it all in my mouth. I'll just eat the yolk. Just oh, that's what my sister does. Seriously, Karen does that. Yeah, it's I hate it. I don't want to do it, but like I don't also like if you're at like a cottage or a cabin or something, and somebody's just like, "Oh, I'm making eggs. Do you want it a certain way?" I'm not gonna be the guy that's like, "Well, actually, I like mine over hard." It's so I'm I don't really care. I'm pretty easy going when it comes to that. I'll still eat an egg no matter what. But that's why. I think the ultimate cabin
1: egg is the scrambled egg, for mm-hmm.
0: sure,
1: because it's so easy. Yeah. You just crack a bunch of eggs, you throw some salt, you throw some pepper, you give it a little whisk.
0: Yeah. And sometimes people aren't, people aren't fans of just like the standard like egg, bacon, whatever breakfast. So what they can do then is they make their own little sandwich out of it because you're still getting bacon. You're still getting in scrambled egg. You can just toss on some bread, maybe put a little bit of like ketchup, Frank's hot sauce, something on there, make a little sandwich out of it. You're golden. It's a toasted Western. That's what we call it in my family. Okay, so it is episode something of the Two Brews podcast. I think it's either... It's got to be five by this point, probably, right? Yeah. Or at least somewhere in that realm. And uh, you know what? Um, I think it's time, Chase, that we dive in on uh, the, these beers that we got here. I can go first. Uh, last week, um, well, depending on the order that we're releasing them, but I'm pretty sure last week is when we did uh, uh, Flying Monkeys Brewery. And now... We're going to do another showcase. We're doing a lot of Ontario breweries, and a lot of it's just because Ontario breweries are kind of more easily accessible for me to get and also for you to get, but Manitoba breweries are only easy for you to get and not easy for me to get. So today we're doing one that, I mean, are they originally from Hamilton? They must be, right? They're from Hamilton, yes. They're from Hamilton, but they have, like, place all. they have, like, they're a very big company now, but it's Collective Arts Brewing and i really love everything that they're about supporting local artists and showcasing different things on their cans and stuff but i am drinking from collective arts brewery the saint of circumstance citrus blonde um it i really i love it because it doesn't really give you much about it there just tells you the three hops they're citra Amarillo and Centennial. It's unfiltered. It's it doesn't give me too much about it. It's such a cool looking can. But a citrus blonde, I mean, that sounds fantastic to me. I'm excited to try it. Um I got this it would have been like maybe a month ago in a big order from Collective Arts that I did. But yeah, the the can's pretty sick. It's got like a what looks like two towers in the middle of either clouds or rain or maybe waves or something like that
1: i think it's the ocean pardon it looks like the ocean yeah
0: it, it does look pretty sick I, i'm it stoked cool. about it. chase That's you can take sure. a look very on the cool. Facetime there
1: yeah i had the same uh same can like two nights ago and did you enjoy it i did enjoy it we've had it on tap at the common before it's like a citrus hopped blonde it's very good i'm very excited
0: do you guys usually have at least one ontario beer on tap at all times
1: oh right now i think we have three it's usually like about there and like our new sommelier is from or sommeliers are from toronto so there's like a lot of ontario stuff big ontario showcase um and then what i'm drinking is i'm drinking the collective arts festival um pineapple vanilla ipa ben's Mm -hmm. already had this but uh i've heard nothing but good things i'm very excited it's got a guy, a robot guy leaning over and he's like falling and Bingo. his head's exploding and it's a whole thing.
0: It's really good. I, that's kind of similar to Chase. I didn't have mine just a couple nights ago. Mine would have been about two weeks ago when I just had that one there, but I had it right after. I also had another one by Collective Arts called Tropical Distancing, um, a coconut pineapple vanilla milkshake IPA from there. And man, Collective Arts, they, they, like my favorite milkshake IPA we had on the last podcast And probably one of my favorite beers was Live Transmission from Flying Monkeys. But, like, it's a very close second for me in terms of just, like, how cool the flavor profile is and how kind of, uh, I don't know, just unique it is in terms of bringing those flavors while still having those hoppy characteristics that I like from just standard IPAs as well. But I love that cream characteristic. But I'm I'm very much so looking forward to trying this Citrus Blonde because I haven't had a blonde uh, in a very, very long time. But uh, Chase, I think I'm ready. If you, I'm ready to move on, move on up from the West Side, which is my bubbly. Yeah. To the Saint of Circumstance, and for you, the uh, Pineapple Festival IPA. Shall we? Let's Can do we it. crack these Let's boys. Give a
1: crack. Okay, ready. One, yeah. two, three. <laughs> it's a little off, but nothing it smells.
2: It smells great. Oh, hello. Hello, Rep. I'll have what she's having. Oh, my goodness. That just tastes like a pineapple upside-down cake. I know, right? That's nuts. Wow, this blonde is fantastic. It's delish. Candy-type characteristic to it there. It's very, like, lemonade almost,
0: but, like, not, like... Not as tart. It, it takes all the sweetness and the flavor from that without having that tart that tartness that usually kind of overpowers the flavors. So this one right here is just man. It's grapefruit too a little bit as well, but like oh, and some tangerine. Oh my gosh, I really enjoyed it. What's the ABV on yours? Yeah, it's it's fantastic. This Santa circumstance. This one. Mine is four point seven. Uh, six point two. Pardon me,
1: 6.0. I like it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that one's a little lighter but i think it has a lot of flavor you know what i mean we had to leave briefly because uh i had to go make a sale baby i'm a real salesman now i'm selling hubcaps yeah
0: he is jennifer lopez from hustlers yeah you are the the embodiment the reincarnation of jennifer lopez you are jenny you are chasey from the block Chasey from the block I'll always used to have a little, now he's got a lot. Yeah, I'll always be chasing from the block.
1: Um, Yeah, I just sold uh, a bunch of stuff for my car that got written off, but I was trying to do it. And this guy, well, Ben was talking, and this guy just kept going, Damage. Any damage. Any damage. What is damage? Damage. And he just kept saying that. And I was like, I don't understand. And he's like, any hub damage. What is damage? And I was like, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand. He's like, I trans I transferred the money to pick up tomorrow. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Because I want to make the sale. Damage. Any damage. Yeah. That's what I learned from Wolf of Wall Street. You know.
0: Chase just put sunglasses on, just so everybody knows.
1: You always want to make the sale. You gotta make the sale. No matter
0: what. That's the rule number one. Making money gets you honeys. Make the sale. Making money, Winnie the Pooh, get the honey. Making
1: money. All fifteen dollars. Yeah, this whips. This is a good beer.
0: It is. It's really tasty. You haven't had the tropical distancing one yet, I assume, right? I've not. They, they do not have it here. You know. Okay, I'll have to hold on to one of mine for when you come to, or when you eventually get out here because you're gonna want to try. Well, I mean, I got, I want to order some more anyway, so maybe I'll finish these bad boys off. The all bro, the ultra soft from Collective Arts is off the charts too. They know exactly what they're doing. That's nuts. Um, but yeah, I guess it's a. Uh, i don't know man is there anything crazy going on and when i like is the job just still just doing what you're doing just, just kicking man just going just trucking along trucking along just trucking along, just
1: trucking along. we're just trucking and yeah. it's a lot yeah, it,
0: but it's, it's we're getting into the swing of the summer man we're getting into um, um canada days creeping up father's day is next week it's things are flying by it's been yeah, cl- month to month we're closing on it man Two months we're closing in on the uh the due date the 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 the, when, the solstice when, of the year when
1: baby is coming when baby the due date when baby will be driving
0: when when baby driver comes out of the baby's corner nobody puts like a baby driver uh, nobody puts chasey from the block in the corner <laughs> nobody go. puts a driver in a corner Nobody
1: puts driver in a corner <laughs> Everybody knows that. That's rule number one. That's from.
0: uh Rule number one about Fight Club is nobody puts driver in the corner.
1: Nobody puts the driver man. in the corner, man. Yeah, we all know it. Because
0: then you can't parallel park.
1: Yep. How are you gonna parallel park <laughs> if you put me in the corner? That's what I always yeah. say.
0: Yeah, I was so my, we. I was just talking to Chase. We got a new car at my place, and I drove it to uh, uh, like a Circle K the other day. And before <laughs> I left, my mom was just like, "Hey, by the way, we're just with this new car, we're trying not to like." park it near other cars just because we don't want to like the other one like got dented up a little bit so we're just trying to be careful about like even like whatever circumstance just trying to park away from other cars so i was like okay so i did i parked in the very back left of this like empty parking lot there was like maybe two other cars that are like right up by the doors where you go in to enter the circle k so i parked all the way in the back corner i go in and when i come out there's a tesla parked right next to my car he's doing the same thing man yeah you just there was like six spaces next to my but he goes to the one immediately next to me
1: i don't know a lot about teslas but let me just be frank um i'm pretty sure teslas just teleport you outside of the vehicle when you're done driving right
0: yeah the doors never open
1: yeah they don't open
0: they eject you The doors eject you? There's an eject button. In oh. every... You just get shot out the sunroof.
1: The, the, the door the door, peens in, and then you grab it and it throws you out There's a huge
0: dent in my car because this guy ejected out the left of his Tesla.
1: It's like a catapult. Right into the side of my Honda <laughs> Pilot. He goes, It's <laughs> good go for the environment. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, man, it man. doesn't take gas. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> if only everybody
0: drove Teslas, no one would have any broken cars. I here's the thing: there's all these like in Barry. At least there's tons and tons of those Tesla charging stations all around, and I've but there's like seen, four Teslas. Like yeah, four Teslas, and like at each place there's like twelve docking stations to charge it up. Yeah, plug it in. It's Bluetooth. It's
1: some people just like to you know some, some people just like to drive, man. <laughs> some of you a guy lives in florida he goes hey uh, you want to go to the mcdonald's and barry they got a tesla station over there
0: in florida he says yeah. that yeah i don't see many charging stations for uh, tesla in florida but there might be more now now that
1: there's a few i saw a, a time lapse
0: spacex took <laughs> off SpaceX. From...
1: yeah and as and as hey, they SpaceX, launched they dropped charging stations <laughs> like as they broke the atmosphere they're just dropping <laughs> charging stations <laughs>
0: I just meant that now that there's this, the SpaceX teams up with NASA, maybe they would have a, maybe Elon Musk was having to spend more time there, so he had to put a bunch of them around all around Orlando. And imagine like halfway, <laughs> right before, like it's like okay, well the SpaceX shuttle is taking off. Uh, their first destination is uh, going to be Barrie, Ontario, Canada, <laughs> or just to refuel before they make their trip to the moon. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny.
1: I think my favorite video I've seen from all year is got to be easily the video of them telling them that the, the, it was canceled. It's like them in the cockpit and they're so ready. They're like, yeah, you can't see me, (laughs) but I'm curled up in a ball with my eyes closed and I'm like, and I'm shaking. And then they go, they're like, the SpaceX uh, launch has been canceled. And they don't tell the, the people in the, in the cockpit for, like, oh another gosh. 30 minutes. So, they're just like, sitting there is like, is
0: this happening or what?
1: <laughs> like, freaking out. They're like, Are we, is this hell? Did I die? Did you, it blow their up? Their
0: names were Bob and Doug, eh? Like, Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's pretty funny. Even though I don't really... Bob and Doug McKenzie, like, I get it. Like, the Canadians love them for some But I just... I never really got it. You Never got it, but you get it? I, I mean, I get, I kind of get the appeal, but maybe does it doesn't mean that I have a lack of patriotism towards Canada yep. if I don't really, it if, does. I, if I don't find them the the funniest two people on earth. It means I'm. Yes.
1: Yeah. The best part about them is that they were in a Disney movie, and I think that that's what everybody really needs to take away.
2: What Disney movie?
1: They're in Brother Bear.
2: Oh. That was nuts. They were the meets. The Brother Bernstein Bears. The Brother Bernstein Bears.
1: The Brother Bernstein Bears. <laughs> wow, what a show!
0: Coming over to my house. Okay, we're going off the rails right now. Let's get back on track. Let's get into our first segment: hot take, cold take. A little hot take, little cold take.
1: What? My hot take of the year is that chicken nuggets. There's only really. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I love my honey dill, but if you're going to McDonald's and you're eating chicken nuggets, McChicken Nuggets, or whatever they're called, are they called chicken nuggets or McChicken Nuggets?
0: I believe they're called McNuggets.
1: McNuggets, the McNug- McNuggets, the McNuggets, 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 McNuggets. Okay, we're good, we're good. There's only one sauce you can get. Can we say it? I like, wanna
0: see if we're gonna say the same one.
1: All the rest of them obsolete. Yeah. Okay, right, ready? We'll do it on three. One, two, three, sweet, sweet and sour. sour yeah, yeah that's our best obviously yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's it that's it's, it it's if you eat i had an ex-girlfriend yeah. who would go to Uh-oh. chick-fil-a this is mm-hmm. obviously a different thing and i would get chick-fil-a sauce and polynesian sauce which is yeah. very similar to sweet yeah. and sour sauce she would get buttermilk ranch
0: no 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 no, no. here's the deal here's the deal is you know- chicken a yeah.
1: salad is it a sat oh, i'm <laughs> sorry i'm s- i'm so sorry is chicken is my chicken a salad okay ranch is acceptable or is my chicken a hot dog am i gonna just put some honey mustard on it like a fucking idiot Red? i just can't wrap my head around it
0: <laughs> Ranch is acceptable when you're pairing it with like uh with like either like a hot wing a salad a hot wing is okay blue cheese really you're blue not you're, you're okay wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you're a blue cheese guy okay okay i get okay i'm a blue cheese boy I do understand blue cheese, but I think ranch is blue cheese for people that, uh, people that don't hate themselves. <laughs> they like <laughs> they like ranch because blue cheese gives you a certain dose of pain. That r- ranch is more nurturing, yeah. whereas blue cheese is like that, uh, that that authoritative sauce. It's like I'm going to be in your mouth, and you're gonna taste me, and you're gonna you're gonna forget about this hot wing you're tasting. Ranch is like, hey man. You can taste me, but you can also taste the wing. We're all in this together. I think blue cheese is just too blue strict. Blue
1: cheese is for children of divorce, and ranch is obviously not. So.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not-
1: I've already been disappointed so much in my life. <laughs>
0: Dude, Shane, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait a wait, minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a, that's a hefty allegation. Wait, do you, are you just talking about ranch the sauce or any <laughs> ranch-flavored thing? Like, do you like ranch chips?
1: Going to a... Wait, wait, wait Going to a ranch. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. You're just referring to going to a ranch. Did you know <laughs> ranch? Fun fact. Ranch. So, ranch sauce everywhere else in the world. Like, if you go to Europe, it's just called American dressing. Really? Because what is, what is a ranch? What is a ranch sauce? What is that? I don't get it. Like, if you go to Europe, it's just called American. Which makes sense, but it's not called ranch because what is ranch? Yeah, I guess you true. could say the same thing about Thousand Island. What is a Thousand Island dressing? But maybe it was made in a Thousand, Thousand Island. Thousand Ranch dressing. Thousand is Island not dressing
0: made in... slaps though, man. That that stuff's crazy. That's just Big Mac sauce, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait a second. You don't like? Wait a minute. So oh, I you... like it. Do you... I
1: do. I like it. I just. I'm just telling you. It's just Big Mac sauce. It's just relish. What
0: came first though? This is like, what came first, chicken or the egg? Let's see. What came first, Big Mac sauce or Thousand Island dressing?
2: (laughs) Probably Thousand Island dressing. When was Thousand Island dressing invented? (laughs) Don't get too specific. 20th century. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Origins. 1900. Okay. So then,
1: Thousand Island dressing it was wins. The Big Mac. It's the biggest year, man. What was the Big Mac. The Big Mac was invented definitely. Okay, 1967. Okay, well there you go.
0: But okay, I will. I'll give you this though. The Big Mac sauce is definitely more. Well, I don't know which one's more iconic though. A hundred percent. Big Mac sauce is pretty iconic. Mac sauce. What will
1: what will kids remember? Mac sauce. It's kind of like this is yeah. gonna be.
0: It's like how it...
1: something totally different, but. <laughs> jordan brand like of shoes just released one of the jordan number seven colorways on a six and i was like that was so dumb because in the future people are going to look at the six and go oh that was an original colorway for the six and they just brought it to the seven and it's not it's just like that so big mac sauce is them just being like what Mm -hmm. if we did it just a little bit different we've had 60 years to think about thousand island dressing let's make it
2: better that's true it's like uh i watched this movie the other night the social network
0: harvard connection which is what the winklevoss brothers invented walked so that facebook could sprint and eventually trip and become
1: a place for minion memes and which is where they're at now posts and
0: karen's oh man you remember when remember when You had an iPhone, and the YouTube app looked just like a small television. The
1: Instagram app looked like a Polaroid. That's sick. I didn't have an iPhone. I had a. I had a freaking. Those
0: are the days, man.
2: iPod Touch. And I dropped it in a toilet. iPod Touch. Yep. Really. I dropped my
0: first iPhone on the ground when i was trying to text in my desk during math class and then i got caught doing that got sent out of the classroom and then you looked at your phone it was shattered and uh it was shattered it was insult to injury i i had a shattered phone and a and it was so stupid too because i just got back from march break my family was in disney and then when i I, I had this slick mickey mouse case on the back but it was literally like they took the case right before they gave it to me and they just lathered it in baby oil and they're like here you go good luck holding on to this and every time i grabbed it it was. i feel like every disney case is like that it was i don't like anytime you
1: get a disney Mm -hmm. case from disney i feel like they're always like really slippery
0: but now they have the grip around the edge the grip is what like makes it okay now but
1: is it okay no
2: I mean, it's better. better
1: if I'm paying fifty dollars for a case with baby Yoda on it. It better be the greatest thing
2: since sliced bread. Okay. What else? Okay. Any other hot take, cold takes? I'm not even sure even if give I have me any. one. I
1: just went off on a tangent about nuggets. That's nuts. Okay.
2: Um. Okay. A hot take. The okay okay hot take the best fast food chain or fast
0: food location is a kfc taco bell restaurant
2: and i'll tell you why no matter what if i go there i'm in the mood for
0: something on the menu I guarantee you, if I'm not feeling like a taco, I am definitely in the mood for popcorn chicken. And if I'm not in the mood for popcorn chicken, I'm definitely in the mood for either a two-piece chicken dinner or some sort of Mexican food. Have you seen this whole triple lupa nonsense? <laughs> that, I've not, but I'm in it. My, Every time I see the commercial, I salivate take uncontrollably. Away
1: is I agree with you entirely but I think the greatest combo is in the states they have Pizza Hut and Taco Bell and I think that that's that's a better combo for me personally cuz
2: I was like pizza or tacos mm. See I just I, I'm not <laughs> Wait how how is this
0: Okay here's the thing about Pizza Hut though Pizza Hut's not your like mom and pop go in and you grab a slice pizza joint Pizza Hut is the place You go there, you're getting a a hot dog in the entire crust of your pizza. Pizza Hut is a giant middle finger to the pizza industry because they're like, we're doing this all different. They're like, oh, wait a minute. You like crust? Well, guess what? now it's garlic parmesan bites you rip off and cheese connects it to the pizza and then we're gonna let you dip it in a vat of lard and we're just gonna sell it to you as the pizza hut extremadon and they're just gonna they're gonna charge you boatloads of money and you're gonna pay for pizza it it's pretty crazy that little dicky
1: the rapper based his entire career on pizza hut's marketing structure he goes "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. i'm gonna do this whole thing different <laughs> And he based his whole rap career on
0: Pizza Hut's Pizza business Hut. model should be taught at Harvard Business School in Oxford because Pizza Hut knows what they're doing. For sure. For, oh, that's what he studied. They obviously do.
1: Pizza Hut. Okay, I remember one time I was in Wisconsin and I was driving with my dad. I was very young. And I went to a Pizza Hut that still, there's very few of them. Some Pizza Huts still have a lunch buffet. Pizza Hut lunch buffet. It's yeah, uh, yeah. There's one in Barry. Nuts! It's unbelievable. They got the stuffed crust pizza, cheesy blaster. They it's got the freaking incredible. pizza pepperoni pizza super duper hot dog fucker McNutt. They got all those pizzas, and that's just on their buffet. Yeah, no, yeah. that's they got the volcano <laughs> extremadon.
0: It's like, oh, you want dessert? Well, we <laughs> you want a dessert? Well, over there we have. Uh, uh, just a pile of oreos m&ms and skittles <laughs> all shaped like a pizza and the crust is pretzels that's like I remember going so there. go ahead eat it and as a like kid a- i'm like okay yes like that's perfect but now as an adult <laughs> i'm like that's kind of dangerous <laughs> like pizza hut is just a reckless place it's it's did you know that did i know what
1: the guy who used to run marketing for pizza hut was is the guy who ran Nintendo for like twenty years after really? that? Reggie from Nintendo. He was like the head marketing strategist Pizza for Pizza wow. Hut, and he got that job because he was working at. Then he went to Sony after that. But the reason he went to Sony is because he did this huge brand merger with Pizza Hut and Sony and the PS One. So weird. So like all those weird Pizza uh-huh. Hut commercials and stuff. He was the head of what? Okay, here's let me flow this stuff. to you. So so you can thank Reggie from Nintendo for the fucking hot dog shaped pizza duper super fucking buster.
0: That's crazy. Who puts a hot dog in a crust? Who's like, you know what? This pizza doesn't have enough going on. I'm sure yeah, sure we've got eight toppings on there, but you know what? This crust is boring.
1: That was during like the big I can't get over it because it was during the big like fast food health craze. Like yeah. right in that zone of like we need salads, we need more salads, we need pitas, we need uh, lighter yeah. bread we need to take calories out of stuff right in the middle of that pizza Hut just said <laughs> fuck you guess what hot dog in the crust cotton candy on top of the cine twists, fuck you, go eat my ass.
0: <laughs> at the same time, Pizza Hut was just like, okay, well, we're releasing a lot of new shit, so we're gonna have to do what they do at the end of a lot of those, those pill commercials where they list all the side effects. <laughs> sure. So we're gonna have to add those to a lot of our commercials because this is not good for the general public. We need people to consult their doctors yeah, before eating at Pizza Hut.
1: Because so they're owned by the same company that owns KFC. They're mm-hmm. owned by, I think they're own, all owned by Pepsi, but it's yeah. Pepsi owns KFC, Taco Bell and pizza hut let's look at the brand marketing spread of pizza hut kfc and taco bell no they're fucked, man. okay taco bell has a taco that's made out of chicken skin yeah it's just flattened (laughs) chicken fried and then they got now we're we're moving on over to kfc they got the double down it's just two pieces of chicken with bacon and sauce and then we go over to pizza hut they got hot dogs in the crust they had a nacho cheese dust crust too all. it's nuts. Don't forget this What are
0: they doing over What there? I referenced earlier, the triple loopa man. So it's a ch- it's a it's a chalupa, but usually you can do like oh, two chalupas for this amount. So they decided to scrap that whole two chalupas for something deal for us like a better deal. Like two for the price of like 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 $5 instead of one for $3 or something. Now they do the triple loopa, which is $6, and it's not even like three separate chalupas. It is a one long. it's it's yeah it's like <laughs> it's like a foot it's a foot long and it's about half a foot high and it's connect it's like a, it's like a caterpillar but it it's oh my gosh every time i see it on screen i do want to eat it they're they're if they're targeting me as their one of their if i'm their demographic which i'm probably i don't know is a 23 year old dude like in the demographic for talk about probably i would assume Oh, entirely but I don't go there nearly enough, and I should go there more. But I went there recently, and that's why I'm for it. And also, not that it means a whole lot, but every like I feel like so many restaurants that I go to, it's all Coke products now, and those companies are all Pepsi products. And I do like the Ada diet Pepsi. Nope, too sweet,
1: too sweet. They got for the me. Baja Blast. Yeah, that's the that's it. If you go to Taco Bell and you don't get a Baja Blast, did you really even go to Taco Bell? You didn't. I don't believe he did. You didn't. It's their own flavor. You can only get it there. Okay.
0: Okay. I don't think I have any more hot takes or cold takes, if okay, I'm well, to Okay, we should
1: dish. Here, I'm going to dish you three rapid fire. You're going to dish me
2: three rapid fire, and we'll go from there. We'll move on. Ready? Okay. Whopper, Big Mac. Which one? Whopper. Great. Uh, spicy chicken from Wendy's
1: or McChicken from McDonald's?
2: Make chicken at McDonald's.
1: Boom. Finally, last big boy face off burrito
2: from Casa Burrito or anything from Taco Bell? Anything from Taco Bell. That's it. Specifically the Triple lupa <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go.
0: Here's a Dairy Queen Taco Bell face off, Baja Blast or
2: Arctic Rush? Baja Blast. Mick Fleury or Blizzard? Blizzard. And... Double Down from KFC or Pizza Hut's Hot Dog Extremo? Double Down. Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> have you had the Double Down before? I have. I have not. It's I. It's so good.
1: It's awful. It's so. Bad. It was when I was playing football and it was God, a whole geez, bunch of like, come on, man. dumbass football kids and we Jeez, were all just please. after a game. And we were like, hey, let's just, like, do a little carbo load, a little protein blast. So stupid. Felt like garbage. <laughs> but it was delicious. So in the moment, I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Why aren't Such more breads meat? But I would never eat a hot dog pizza. I don't like hot dogs enough. Like, I like hot dogs, but I don't like them enough to put them in my pizza crust. Yeah, I'm
0: not, a hot, I'm not, I'm not that much of a like, hot dog. Like, not a traditional either.
1: hot dog. Like, if you give me an Italian sausage, a good yeah. Italian sausage, you put that mm-hmm. in the crust, and then I roll it up
0: like a big, not- like it's it's all—it's also circumstantial. It's like I would eat a hot dog, like going to a ballpark. I'm at a Jays game, something like that. It's like going into the game. There's all these hot dog stands and vendors around. Of course, maybe I'll get a hot dog because you know what? That's just the vibe of it all. It's just like you gotta go with it. It's like I wouldn't eat a hot dog if I was at a a wedding, but I would eat a hot dog if I was at a blue. I wouldn't eat a hot dog at a funeral, obviously, but I would eat one.
1: (laughs) But I would eat a bratwurst at a funeral. Bratwurst.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, bratwurst is appropriate for a
1: funeral, right? (laughs) or cocktail weenies or been to a german funeral they got they got sausage bratwurst out their bums sausage yeah, roll is yeah. definitely
0: oh my gosh yeah. if you go i believe if you go to a german funeral and you don't have bratwurst in your pockets or at least spilling out of your pockets you're like it's considered disrespectful i think in mo- most regards for sure um wow okay Next, let's go next segment. Let's do, let's it. do it. Let's do it. We'll crossover, and Then we'll do a beer check in. What do we got going on? Crossover, boss over. Crossovers. Oh, shit. Here I'm we go. almost on my beer. I was that thirsty.
1: Okay. I will wait very patiently.
2: Diners, drive-in, and scuba diving.
0: So it's Guy Fieri, and he goes um, exclusively to restaurants that are on like docks or dockside locations and they don't know that he's coming he has a camera crew (laughs) with him underwater (laughs) traveling scuba diving and they emerge on the beach or the dock or whatever and then he takes his mask off and he goes diners drive-ins and dives we're here to check out your lunch and then they just it's like more of like a expose versus anything else
1: they swim underneath the restaurant to make sure like all the support beams are still good
0: yeah. It's all <laughs> they're, they're checking out what's keeping this restaurant s- s- structurally sound as well. <laughs> what's keeping it afloat?
1: <laughs> afloat literally. Um Nice, nice, nice. S- Tell me. Okay, mine is Bar Rescue Rangers and it's the Rescue Rangers from uh like Teletoons Rescue Rangers with the guys with the really really big feet for some reason. I I can never get over why they had such big feet. But basically John Taffer comes to their bar that they run and it's like a little industry mm-hmm. bar for like people that are like in health services or firefighting or police or whatever. And he comes there and basically just says, "Man, your floors, yeah. they're they're so bad and they all look at their feet <laughs> cuz they have giant feet and he's like, "The support beams have got to go. We got to replace yeah. them with steel bars. <laughs> I like that a lot. But yeah, there's a lot of complaints of them. What do if... Okay, I don't know. Not selling any alcohol. They only sell
2: mocktails. I Okay, this is what I just came up with. Um I feel like that could be a show. Bar Bar Rescue Rangers. Ratatouille. Rat Ratatouin. Like Rat Ratatouin. Okay. So Linguini is a
0: struggling bartender at Moss Isley Cantina, and he needs a little rat to stay under his hat to make sure that he he can concoct the best beverages and uh, not die. Let (laughs) the droids know that their kind aren't allowed in here. That's a it's a bad one, but I what I thought of Tatooine because that's where he's from, right? Anakin or not Anakin, Luke is from Tatooine. Yeah, because isn't there also a planet called Dantooine? There is. How that's like that was a dick move by George Lucas. He's like, have unlimited names. Yeah, but you have all these names. names. Also, you know what? I'm just full of fun facts today. Fuck the new trilogy. For not going back to any of the old planets. That's like, come on. I mean, I get it. You want to push the envelope, but just like go back there at least. At least go and check it out. So it's like you feed on some of the nostalgia. That's the whole reason people are going to it. Because it's like they're nostalgic. You go back to Hoth or someplace like that. People are going to love it. I was going to
1: say. Regardless. Um, Fun fact that actually the planet where Obi-Wan Kenobi kills General Grievous Udapa, is actually in the original script. That's where the entire first movie takes place is Udapa? So it's a little throwback. Wait a minute. Yeah. Which movie? The f- In the first script. In the first run of like Return of the, not Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith? Uh, in the first. No, no, no. In the first. Yeah. This takes place in Revenge of the Sith. But in the first draft of A New Hope, the planet was called Udapa. And then I don't know what happened, but I think the Fox executive said, that's too complicated. People aren't going to want to say that. That sounds dumb. So then they got rid of it. But then in Revenge of the Sith, that's where the planet where they fight. But in the first draft of the script, that's where a lot of the action takes place. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Like a lot of the things that he wanted to do in the first script got reworked into like a bunch of the other
2: movies, which is cool Mm -hmm. once they were successful. Which is neat. It's very neat. Any other okay. any other crossovers for me, Chase?
1: For me? For me, I think what about um Do you remember the Do you remember the pyramid scheme Verb energy or vibe energy or do you remember that Verve energy? Okay.
0: Yes, I think
1: I might. Is it wait Phineas and Verve. Oh my god. His head is a triangle. He's trying to make you join a triangle scheme.
0: <laughs> Ferb's head. What
1: are we going to do today? I'm going to sell His... Phineas and Verve energy. He's just selling. So f-
0: wait. So whose head is a triangle? Because isn't Phineas' head already a triangle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's the one selling all the stuff. Phineas's head is a triangle. And then who's fur? Who's Verve? Is Ferb not even there?
1: That's the name of the energy company. Verve energy. That's what it's called. There was a pyramid scheme when we were in high so, school.
0: Instead of the normal show Phineas and Ferb when they're in their backyard trying to figure out what to do, it's just Phineas and he is he, his brother's not there anymore. He's just trying to sell a product. For 30
1: whole minutes, he's just trying to sell you an energy drink.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Every episode. Wow. <laughs> Ninety-one episodes. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. <laughs> I got one. I
2: think how about um The Hunger Games of Life. So it's just the game of life and instead of the normal
0: going through the the motions of it, you get to a certain point where it's like, "Oh, go to college." Oh, go into the workforce. Or oh, get drafted <laughs> to fight against 11 other teenagers for your life. <laughs> if you win, you have a life of royalty and it's like an ending point point. and you roll the dice. And if you get higher than if you get as, if you get a six two times in a row, you win. You, you just, you, you done. The game gets ended. If not, you're dead and you have to leave the room for the rest of the game. Hasbro's definitely considering it at this point. They're buying the film rates. Yeah. Ooh. It's catching fire. So to speak,
1: That's good. <laughs> um, what about what about what about what about what That's about, all I what got. About, but you, that's all you, you got? I got one more. more. I think I got one more of on me. Um what about what about
0: I just saw a little uh lanyard on this desk. That's the it's a Quebec province one, and then I thought about the Quebec Nor Freaks and Geeks.
2: That's good. Okay, that's all. That's it. Um what about <laughs> Tim Burton presents Uh-oh.
1: Edward Muppet Hands. Where oh, all his yeah. fingers are different Muppets. Every single just... one of his finger is yep. a different... yep. <laughs> it's
0: not his hands. It's not he doesn't have two Muppets. It's No, because in he Edward is...
1: Scissor hands all his fingers are scissors.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So but all like... of
1: his fingers are Muppets. They're huge. So he They're has... massive.
2: He has ten Muppets on his And G- Does he do the voices <laughs> for all of them? Jim Henson no no wait. No, he doesn't.
1: They just talk on their own. They make a lot of butt jokes because his fingers are, essentially, their butts.
2: So you,
0: <laughs> you know what? I don't even need to know anymore. I, I think I'm out. <laughs> I think I think I think that's the first one that I've ever been out on. But I do like I do like the Muppet references. I'll give you that. Edward Muppet hands. Edward Muppet hands. And the movie starts okay, with beer... them. Like... Oh, beer check in. Oh,
2: it's still so good.
0: I try to sip as loudly as possible so people know that I'm sipping.
2: <laughs> oh, it's good. This is like I'd say the more I sip on it, the less like the fruitiness
0: really comes through and more just like a more like a mellow flavor comes out of it. But I really still enjoy it. I think this is a nice a very nice summertime yeah, beer. No, I agree with for that. Sure. This it's one too. Summery. There's
1: like notes of lime I'm getting a lot now, but it's really nice. It's like mm-hmm. very much like I said, pineapple upside down cake. Which is one of my favorite cakes. So I'm a big fan. Very smooth, very light, very delicious. Yeah. Oh, I love so pineapple good. upside down pineapple cake. Pineapple upside down cake or banana pudding. Give me either one
0: and I'll cry. Oh. Yeah. And you know what? Kudos to that beer for uh, doing, giving that to you. Giving yeah. those flavors Thanks, to you. Thanks, Polly Farts. I'm so...
1: This is bubbly. Got you, got you freaking full. Me okay, curpy. Let's dish you some uh, The stain History.
0: Oh, for yeah, me, it was me for me this time, eh? Let's do it.
1: Even though they haven't heard that I'm yet, because we took a little break, because I'm back to work, and it's hard to edit all the time.
0: Hey, but they'll hear it by now. They'll hear it by now. Oh, by the time yeah, they're yeah, hearing yeah. this, they will for have heard sure. that.
1: Okay, today is June 16th. Ooh, we got a good one. Um, This Day in History. It's regarding theme parks. The year is oh. 1884.
0: Theme parks and America.
2: Okay. Um, Six
0: Flags Magic Mountain gets its first ever 1884. Yeah. No the the ground. Sorry, the grounds where Six Flags Magic Mountain now exists were the spot of the of uh, witch trials, uh, on top of a mountain. So they they persecuted these witches for bringing witchcraft into communities, and uh, ironically enough, twenty years later. Six Flags opens its doors, calling it Magic Mountain on the same mountain where these witches were then, at that time, tried and executed.
1: Whoa. So close, man. Uh, June 16th, 1884, the first roller coaster in America opens at Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. Wow. Crazy. And then also, the hot dog is said to be invented at Coney Island in 1867 by Charles Feltman. In 1916, a nickel hot dog stand called Nathan's was opened by a former Feltman employee and went on to become a Coney Island institution and an international franchise. That's where we got Nathan's (laughs) from. Nathan's hot
0: dogs are so good.
1: Oh my god, they're amazing. Yeah, you put Nathan's hot dogs in a pizza, I'll eat it every time. But you put them in any other... other, I'm not interested. Okay, let's get you another one what's so crazy though <laughs> this okay they have, i have two sites i usually go to for history one of them is history.com which i'm surprised it's not all honey boo boo and other stuff yeah but uh it that's the one that i got the roller coaster one from but that's all they give me so i have oh i got a couple other ones down here but then i went to a different website and it just goes the first thing that came up was just Uh in the year four hundred and fifty five, Rome is sacked by the Vandal Army. That's it. They don't give you any description about how it happened or why it happened. Nope. Hey, this
0: happened, deal with it. The past is the past.
1: Stop living in it. Past is the past, the (laughs) present is the present. Okay. Next one is um Ooh, here we go. This we were talking about SpaceX. Let's talk space exploration. The year is nineteen sixty three. Uh the country is Russia. And uh, the day is June twelfth, or June. What day is it today? Eighteenth, June sixteenth. June a
0: famous,
2: Whoa. a famous r- Russian astronaut, uh, on his way into space, took a detour over the United States to do in
0: a very similar fashion to most planes that fly over Florida and those areas when they do skywriting or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. And he wrote, "Suck it." And then he took off into the stratosphere, and then he did a couple donuts on the moon, and then he came back down.
1: <laughs> um, very close. Uh, Soviet cosmonaut Valentina Tereshko- Kova, uh-huh. Tereshkova becomes the first woman in space in the
0: '60s. That's nuts, That's crazy. Like to think about like what other technologies were going. It's like, like hey guys, you don't need to go all in on this one thing. There's still just like, we, don't, we don't have move, we don't have like we don't have surround sound yet we don't need to be on the moon right now okay guys let's just chill out for a minute we were
1: a little over eager but there. here's the big thing she uh, orbited <laughs> the earth 48 times and spent 71 hours up there she returned to earth having spent more time in space than all US astronauts at the time combined holy crap what a flex man
0: wow go off sis Good for her. She said, fuck you. USSR for life. <laughs> uh, okay. I got that tattooed on my back. Here we
1: go. We got USSR for life. Yeah. Um, Here we go. This one, your, your dad might know this one. This is about inventions and in science regarding motor industry in America. The year is 1903, and the date is June
0: 16th. Honda Last one. unveiled the
2: America. Nineteen oh three. Oh. Honda. Okay. Um Ford announced that Ferrari was gonna be defeated in a very competitive race on that took place on Orlando's I four.
0: These are going off the rails. Okay, wait, 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 no, 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 no. no. Read it to me again. Read it to uh, me again. Read it to me again.
2: Very close, man. Oh, 1903
1: the year is 1903 the date is june 16th the place is america and it's regarding innoven- innovations and the motor industry
0: okay i'll go I, maybe the first the first convertible was invented
1: well that's actually a really good guess um the ford motor company uh, became incorporated so they, like, talked to their stockholders and became an incorporated company. But you, you're talking about Ford. Okay, so, was so Ford good. wasn't yeah, yeah, Ford was yeah. there. That's pretty
0: okay. good, man. Yeah, at least that was it. A... Well, that, that's a success to me. I think uh, now it is time for what's the word? What's that word, baby? What's that word? I already have my words on deck. So, Chase, are you ready for some Dish me a word. Some words? What's the word? What's my word of the Your day? Your word is
2: didactic.
1: Didactic?
2: D-I-D. A-C-T-I-C, didactic.
1: Didactic. Didactic is, and I've only heard this word one time before. It was at a science fair. Is this the one time? And I believe the fourth grade. I guess this would be the second time. And my teacher said, you're being a didactic to this kid. And it's because he shook up his papier-mâché volcano display and it shot off and hit somebody. And uh she said you're being a didactic, because didactic means to be a dick in a scientific environment.
0: It's it's quite the opposite. It's actually <laughs> to be instructive with a moral or positive intent. To be helpful <laughs> is the actual <laughs> the actual definition is to be helpful. Oh man.
1: Okay, your word of the day is bellwether
0: bellwether
1: bellwether spelled b-e-l-l-w-e-t-h-e-r
0: bellwether bellwether is a verb used to describe whether or not you will go with a satellite subscription to bell or any of its competitors so it's bellwether or not, I'm going to decide to go with Bell. So it's Bellwether, hmm, maybe Rogers. It, that's it used
1: <laughs> in a
2: sentence.
1: Um, the definition is one that takes the lead or initiative. Leader, also an indicator of trends. Wow. Bellwether. That's a good word. The original word of the day that it gave me was null, which I think is null. a very... There's easy a lot one. of
0: like this. The next one that was on my list was embezzlement, which I feel like a lot that's of people easy. know the word
2: embezzlement. Egregious. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people know that. One of them is who done it. What is it?
1: Who done it? Who?
0: <laughs>
2: it's a classic who done it. Who
1: done it? That's that's my word of the day. Is who done it? Whodunit. <laughs> a word. Of, I go to Merriam-Webster dictionary and then uh-huh. it like gives you words. One of them is fictitious. That's so easy. This one's pretty tough, though. If you want one more, <coughs> we can give you one more. Yeah, give me, give me one more, and then we'll get to the last sip. Let's do it. Okay, last, last word is divagate or divagate, div- div- divagate, divagate, or div- div- divagate, 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 divagate. Pronounced divagate. D i v I a think- g a t e. Divagate.
0: I think it is to uh divert or to avoid a situation skillfully to divagate would mean like i feel like it's divert i mean avoid and then gate is probably the root maybe is navigate so to divert a situation very gracefully as in navigating through it gracefully.
1: so the definition it you're so close to wander or stray from a course or subject Ie every time we record the podcast we always divagate. Bingo. Yeah, we we always.
0: We have never once failed to divagate. Yes.
1: It's always and the look at us other like synonyms is diverge or digress. divagate. Cool, that's what Chase you your hair looks
0: fly, man. Oh, it does not. I mean I just I just started thinking about it. yes right it does. It's it's got like a very it's very it's still big on top. I'm a fan of that look, especially with the beard. If you didn't have the beard, you would have just looked like me when I was in university and I look like a tool. But the beard kind of makes it because it's like, it's like, it's the gap. It, there's like a little gap between you. You got your beard. I don't think he. Oh, where'd it go? Oh, it's I back. I don't think he
1: blended it as well as I would have liked. I wish it was like a little bit more on the sides because it kind of like hanging over. But mm-hmm. it does have that very like classic, right. like World War II kind of I'm style. just going to do
0: buzz cut, man. Next time buzz. I get my haircut, just buzz. Wow. Buzz Aldrin. That's I'm, I'm loving the buzz look. Buzz Aldrin, Buzz Lightyear. And I'm going to switch it up. I'm gonna sh- I think I'm going to shave the beard, but maybe leave the stash. Wow.
1: Do it for the troops. Do it for the troops, baby. It's, it's November today.
0: <laughs> Mo- Mo-
1: I'll do November in- with you th- this year. Let's do it. November, me and I'm you. gladly would. we we'll both look like pedophiles together. Let's do it.
0: I, I don't know how much of a mustache I could grow in that short period of time, though, in a month. month, it could get to just like a little bit less than what I have now
1: yeah my my mustache just started going darker wow, your man like when i started growing a mustache it was blonde wow. so nobody could see yeah. it it was like you grew up now but now same it's... with me mine's still kind of blondish I'm, reddish I'm but
0: i think if i just had it it'd be a lot more noticeable okay last
1: sip yeah, red. right here so weird okay last sip last sip
2: oh i have more than a last sip left can you hear oh there's a bit yeah whoa that's a lot of pineapple so my last sip for
1: the collective arts collective arts fest pineapple vanilla ipa is just delicious milky creamy but my last word is going to be yeah upside down not upside down let's let's just say is upside down one word can we just abbreviate it in the middle
0: yeah upside down upside, upside down.
1: down because it's fl- it's just like the logo the guy's like falling over he's flipping upside down it reminds me of pineapple upside down cake it, it's making me flip over It's 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 flipping the conventions of what i would assume a lactose based ipa would be upside down it's just going head over the heels and that's how i Vingos. feel about it i would easily give this one yeah a 4.75 it's just a gorgeous ipa yeah. out of five definitely
0: and on the and on the letter scale does this meet your rotation
1: yeah this would be if i could get this all the time this would definitely be i'm glad i bought two cans because i would 100 percent work this into the rotation this is as good as in my opinion as live transmission i feel like it might not be enough citrus for you but i love pineapple Mm -hmm. and the freshness (laughs) of that pineapple is so nice so
0: yeah i liked it too it's really good i i think with mine mine's probably like a it's like a beep and then it would get into my rotation but it's it's like a seasonal one for me i feel like i couldn't drink this all the time but i do like it right now especially in the summertime and it just uh i'd say if i were to give it a word before that i guess i don't know it's very citrusy it's very it's it's kind of like it's got a little bit of that sort of grapefruit note to it it's got a little bit more of like a light flavor while still having a lot like it's it's lighter in terms of its flavor profile, but it's still got a lot of mouthfeel. It's got a lot of, like, yep. density to it at the same time. So I'd say my word is transitional. And I think it, the reason I say transitional is because I feel like it can walk the line. I don't think this is, like, a heat of the summer drink, but I think, like, right before, you in between spring and summer, or in between summer and fall, it is the perfect time to drink the style of beer because I think it's all, all drinking... Beers should be about the time as much as they are about the flavor when you're drinking them there, so I think this one is perfect for those in between times where you don't know if you dr- should drink something too light for the summer or too heavy for one of those other seasons. so when you have something that is uh, can kind of be a little bit more versatile, I like it. so maybe either transitional or versatile. like a Swiss army knife. bingo, yeah, this is the Swiss army knife of beers.
1: there's definitely I have beers in my rotation that are always like that that I would call like a mm-hmm. like an army knife beer because it's like it just fits so many places where it's mm-hmm. like if i am only buying 12 beers in my little case cuz that's what they would Three do a lot in manitoba is like they're like little 12 pack cases yeah. you want to fill those spots because like i don't want to leave with like an empty tall
0: boys or small cans
1: like they're all tall boys most of all them unless boys. you're buying like from spectrum sells theirs in smaller cans but i think it's more to keep it like a little bit more cohesive the flavors mm-hmm. are a little tighter but like i'm saying i just think that a lot of the beers You want to fill in all those spaces because you definitely don't want to like not come home with, you know what I mean? Like buy eight beers when you could have bought 12 beers and then you didn't have to make that extra trip. Mm -hmm. So I definitely have beers like that where I want to fill those slots.
0: Mix and match or do you just like get like all 12 the
1: same? I usually get 12 different, but I mean, sometimes I get I, try, I would love
0: same. to get like a beer that I could just like, I still feel like even live transmission, certain beers, I just can't drink over and over and over. I like to just keep it shaked up, but like some people can just like, I'll, I don't think I'll ever be one of those guys that goes to the beer store and just picks up a 12 pack of Bud Light, unless I'm going for like a guy's weekend somewhere and we're just like going to get, get a bunch of beers and stuff. But regardless, I just feel like if I'm drinking anything at home. You're never going to come over to my place and find, like, a fridge full of... Maybe you could find some Coronas in there sometimes or maybe some Stella. But other than that, I want to have... My ideal future is one where I have a beer fridge that has a ton of different craft beers in there. So much to the point that, like, if if I have somebody over... They can just reach in and grab whatever crap beer they want. I'm like, yeah, try it out. Just let me know what you think of it and stuff like that. Because I don't need to try every beer, but I want to have, like, such a cool selection that uh, every time I go to look in my beer fridge, I have something new or something exciting I can try, something to fit any occasion for me. I think that's the game plan for, like, when we move in together,
1: too. Like, I mean, personally, today, I did try to secure the bag. So, like, Mm -hmm. Kilter, which is one of my favorite breweries, they re-released their, like, flagship IPA. It's called Juicy. And it's... Mm -hmm phenomenal but they haven't had it out in a really long time during the pandemic and they're also moving into their own space like into their own brewery so the first Mm -hmm. order they did of it sold out in five minutes like they sold out of all the beer they had seven flats of it and it was all sold out but the beer store i went to today had i think like 10 cans left so i took six of the 10 cans and i just took them for myself because i love that beer and i don't know when i'm going to be able to have it next so now i can slowly kind of pick away at them that and then Mm -hmm. non-such in the city opened up their own sister brewery that's specializing in cocktail inspired beers which is super oh, that's cool sick. so their first one is called the salty dog which is based on i believe it's an oregon-based cocktail called the salty dog and it's with smoked mm-hmm. sea salt and grapefruit and a whole bunch of stuff like that so it's kind of wow. a sour that's like a goza it's cool but they only had one can left and it was their display can so it was just sitting mm-hmm. on the side so i said can i take this and the lady was like yeah so i was like great because oh, that's cool yeah i needed to just secure the
0: bag well, I guess we should uh, close the, the podcast out here. Close I'm out not sure podcast. how much of this is actually usable yeah. as we just kind of kept rambling on there. But oh, yeah, well. that's sick. Yeah, like good times. Good yeah. times. good time,
2: times, sick. Keep a real Poe.